Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Welcome in. Uh, Dr. Adam, did you get the, the headphones figured out? There's yeah. an R and an L uh, inside. Yeah, you have so them you got, on backwards, for got, sure. I think Wrestling you, match. You it's got okay. the. They're on backwards for sure, but that's okay. Uh, no, he had them on, right? Nuh-uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. I have mine you on backwards. <laughs> I have enough time without being confused. So do you. You have yours on backwards too, Jeff. We're the ones. It's us. Letters are hard. <laughs> I mean, it's the same audio going through. It is. It's the same. Actually, yeah. mine are right. Oh, the cords are different. Then. Let the record show oh, that okay. my headphones and Dr. Adams' headphones are on correctly. That the cords um, were interchangeable. <laughs> and Nicole's is wrong. It's right now. It's right, but it was wrong, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> and she's not wrong very often. That's true. At least in her it's mind. It's elk. That we <laughs> we don't get the admission of wrongdoing very often. I don't often. give a hundred percent admission. Usually, I'll assign a percentage. Mm. But that was my fault, 100%. I can't even blame you. No. Nope. 10%. All right, Dr. Adam, look what you walked into. Mar- marital yeah. squabbles. I don't want to be in the right. middle of this. <laughs> well, how have you been? It's been one year since you've been on with us. How has yeah. the la- how's 2023 been for for you and Spine and Sport? It's good. It's real good. We're, you know, we're moving along. We're busy and we're uh, helping people reach their goals and get back in there and, um, you know. No complaints, really. That's awesome, good. Awesome. Yep. What are your 2024 fitness? Well, oh, did go, you go have? Oh. Well, first of all, we also have to acknowledge you're our first three Pete guest. First time we had a guest on three, three times. Pete. Michael Jordan, right yep, here. Yep. Right. The Michael Jordan of all fitness right. fanatics. <laughs> Woohoo! That's awesome. You provide us with great, you know, and great content. So Thank we you. love having you on. But um, so did you have? resolutions for 2023 how did that go did you meet your goals or i you know i don't remember i know right (laughs) i have a one and a four-year-old i just like trying to survive is today the day i take them to daycare and preschool or pick them up you know yeah you know (laughs) right yep well what about looking forward then you know this year i've been trying to just i i I did i sat down and kind of put some stuff down on paper for the first time i don't know if it's almost turning 40 or if uh (laughs) Or, or what, but uh, I'm trying to just become more uh, focused and in line with my efforts. So, um, you know, I always spend a lot of time on work stuff, you know, treating people, but also making myself a better doctor, trying to figure out the theory behind what I do, why I do it, um, you know, how to help best uh, serve people. Um, but, you know, it kind of gets lost if you don't, I don't really have a roadmap. I just kind of go with, you know, like I see some interesting article about hamstrings and I'm reading up on hamstrings and then I find a paper cited in there and then it's this little uh web of uh good information but not actually focused so mm-hmm. um so uh, the first thing i'm doing which is kind of like the overarching thing um is uh trying to focus my time and number one is probably the time this is not really a health goal but it's kind of to support it is uh to like declutter my life like digitally mm-hmm. so i'm working through um a book called digital minimalism which is interesting um, it's not. Now, um, are you reading a physical copy of that? No, book? this is the greatest part. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a podcast. Okay, it's, it's an ebook. It's it's very ironic, right? right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it's like he's telling me I need to get rid of all apps and stuff. I'm like, well, that takes you out of here. But, yeah, that's, um, that's why I was. Uh, but no, I'll get through it, and I've already kind of started. Yeah. But um, the whole thing about like you know regaining my the control of my own focus and stuff mm-hmm. like that's been good. And so you don't realize you know you look at your screen time or how many times you pick up your phone and. Um, most people don't like to reflect on that, myself included. So yeah. that's number one is just trying to, you know, find the time and then um, and then decide what I'm going to do with it. So my, my number one, honestly, then this is probably pretty, um, I feel like I've always had a pretty athletic background um, and been pretty easy to do the physical things, but with almost life picking up on all aspects, mm-hmm. um, I'm probably <clears throat> as least active as I've ever been on a, a more least consistent on activity. Mm-hmm. So um Probably and my number one thing for as far as health goals is just to get uh, routine, and consistency, and then um, you know wherever I end up, if I'm uh, usually if I'm happy with my effort, then I'll end up in a good spot. So mm-hmm. just trying to make the um, effort into the physical stuff there because right now, um, 22 degrees this morning, it's a lot easier to sit down with a cup of coffee and a book <laughs> than it is to throw on. You know, I have um, uh, too much money spent on running clothes that would definitely get me out in this weather. Um, but the 
the effort inside of me has been a little bit lax. <laughs> so did um, you run today? No. Didn't well, he's, he's <laughs> on this show. I ran this right? morning. Not outside, but I did run outside yesterday, but I tried real hard to talk myself out of it, and it was beautiful. It was warmer yesterday morning, though. Yeah. No, and then, so with, I, was, I mean, I've never had, yeah. I've, I have enough pictures of me with a big old beard just full of ice, and it's <laughs> negative two. See, that, then, I, there's no. really at this point, like, it's all, it's between the ears. It's not no. anything else. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's okay. That's all right. But yeah, that's so other than that, you know, I'm, we're um, turned 40 this year, so my goal is to, we're going to go to Colorado and like to get some good hikes in, and I don't, I mean... That's already a disadvantage going up to <laughs> yeah. you know, 10,000 feet. But uh, my goal is to be able to do some fun hikes and mm-hmm. take a family. And I assume that I'm going to have to carry a kid or some point of it. So I need to have a little. Or multiple. Yeah. <laughs> multiple right. kids. Right. Yeah. As your four-year-old just gung-ho the first <laughs> couple hundred yeah. steps. Yeah. We tried to hike last year. And I, I'm trying to remember the order the, the complaints went in. I think it was maybe this is boring. Oh, my legs are so tired. But he did great. He, he loved it. Um he was he had fun and we got to go by streams and he thought that was pretty cool. He actually did really really good. Mm-hmm. We were just but. talking uh one of our guests last year Amy Gunn who lives up in Oregon. She's always just posting pictures of um mountains and she from here yeah she is she, i know Amy. she knows yeah, you she, she's a chef she, she commented right? yes, yes. Yeah. she commented on our preview of her show that about you too so she shouted you out. So. Yes. She's great. yes. Yeah. And so Jeff, Jeff was like, she's doing what we want to do right. for our yeah. lives, just yeah, out like, there, yeah, out in nature. Just all, all the time, I mean, different trails. And we went to Colorado last June and did a couple hikes and we're like, this is just, I just thought it was so cool because you get to, like we hiked up a couple miles to this, to this uh, waterfall. waterfall. And I thought it was so cool because you can't just drive to the waterfall, like right. to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yep. have to earn that. Yep. And that's what cool. I thought was so cool that I I was physically able to do that. And I got to stick my feet in this freezing cold water that was coming from the top of Pikes Peak, mm-hmm. coming down. All yep. that. So that was that was pretty cool to me. So yeah, she's out there living living her best life, and that's kind of something Hiking. we wish we were doing on a more consistent basis. But there's really nowhere to hike in in flatlands of Lincoln. It's in, yeah. yeah I, my sister lives in Washington. Uh, in mm-hmm. Seattle for a couple of three years and we went on visitor one time and we went for a hike with her and um, it was like I don't know we'll call it three miles look at the numbers wrong a little bit and uh, it was 2800 feet elevation because you know as a runner I'm always wondering you know how long <laughs> is it what's the elevation right. change and then I just wondered how much elevation changes their entire state of Nebraska yeah 3100 it's bad I it's like I mean like it was it like yeah. almost all of that hike was in three miles so you take care of it the whole elevation. Yeah. I think I remember looking up similar stuff when we were going to go. So we were supposed to climb Pikes Peak on that trip, but there was too much snow. So we didn't end up being able to do that. But Mm. I remember looking up lots of stuff about that just to be like, oh my gosh. Did you guys do the um, Manitou incline? We did. Yeah. That was awesome. That's a hidden gem. Yeah. I just wish we could go there more just to do that again, just to senior improvement you know yeah. just we we kind of took our time the first the when we went just because we'd never done it before and stopped a couple times and enjoyed the views as we went but i'd kind of like to be those people like challenging yourself and, did you see like a guy oh, yeah. like one inch split shorts running oh, yeah. down one down in them? practically underwear oh, yeah yeah i'm just yeah. like <laughs> i mean oh, yeah. not only are you right just we started <laughs> yeah right not only are you brave but if you go down there's you have no protection but they're yeah. just like barreling down and i'm like yeah <laughs> I, I don't know how they run down it, yeah. yeah it's no, i was no. going up <clears throat> i mean i didn't think it was really that hard it, it right. was hard but it wasn't like I didn't think it was really We that. recovered pretty quickly if oh, you stopped yeah. to just catch your breath. Yeah. For me, it was like turning around <laughs> when I looked back. Yeah. I'm kind of a fear of heights person. Mm-hmm. Like I really wasn't until we went to Cedar Point, went on the power tower, and we were just <laughs> up 300 feet. And I'm like, now I kind of like get the willies a little bit. If, I, if I'm if i from heights. There's some type times on that incline that you so get you, the willies. You look, if you back, look back and I'm like, mm-hmm. if I fall backwards, I'm, I'm just dead. Yeah. Slinky, I don't think human so. slinky. Yeah. yeah. So that like other than that, it was but it was really cool, like the views and stuff like that. We really wanted to do Pikes Peak, but there was like two feet of snow and we just are like four more than that. We just waist tight snow. Waist tight. Yeah. I've done a one fourteener and we had to post hole for just thirty yards to get yeah. through and it was for thirty yards, awful. yeah. Yeah. I mean thirty yards and yep. Yeah, this was it would have been a lot so much of farther. Post holding. Yeah. Yes. We do have a text. 
from Swift from Lincoln. Just going to read this and then we can answer this. Just tuning in as a recent college graduate, I find it tougher staying active on a consistent basis. Any advice for getting into a routine or how you recommend getting started? Nicole? Oh, Dr. Adam. There we go. The the expert. Right. What's our guest think? I think. That's looking into getting himself into a better routine. Right. Yes. (laughs) So I love running. Um, Not everybody loves running. And that's cool. I think the first thing is you kind of have to know what kind of activity you like. You know, I don't mm-hmm. care if it's um, running or weightlifting, CrossFit, jazzercise, step class, um, barrels. I, it doesn't matter to me. It's just yeah. you have to be invested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some people, that's like time alone and solitude. That's me as running. In my mind, some people need the group mm-hmm. um, efforts, and that's what keeps them going. I mean, there's a big part of being so that, that, that honestly is what started CrossFit, right? So CrossFit mm-hmm. has, I just heard a stat the other day, they have for every two Starbucks, there's one CrossFit. Wow. Pretty that's wild. surprising. At least there wasn't the heyday of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were built off of like community is mm-hmm. essentially what it was. Right. So I think one is like, find out what motivates you both activity wise and if it's, you know, social or, or solitude. Um, I think that's probably honestly more important than what activity it is. Cause mm-hmm. I have a lot of people that I run with that I'm pretty sure would never have ran if it wasn't with a group. Right. Yeah. Um, right. And then I think you have to go back and, and carve out intentional time. And where it's just non-negotiable, this is what you do. It's not like, hey, if I wake up on Tuesday morning at 5 o'clock, yes. if I feel like running, I'm going to go for a run. It's like, no, at Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you know, at 6 a.m., I run. And I blocked out 15 or 30 minutes. And, you know, usually once you get in a routine of, you know, three or four weeks, you're you're feeling the effects. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty it's, – it's real. It's chemical. It's in your brain um, as well as physical. So – um, it's, if, if you can get in that routine, like after three weeks, four weeks, like it's, it's usually not hard, but I will say the first step is hard. So mm-hmm. I always think that, you know, like create yourself a, um, a manageable, manageable, measurable, um, goal and, and go from there. I, I, and I think, you know, just trying stuff out is not bad either. Um, and you know, I think that committing to something is, is, um, courageous and there's some value in that. But I also think if you don't know if you like it or not, then it's, a uh, committing um you know to run the lincoln marathon um, when you're on the couch right now it's probably yeah. not a good thing but if you can find um something that you enjoy with people or community that's positive and um supportive um, i think it's a pretty darn good place to start yeah i think so too and i think you have to be realistic with your time and schedule too that's an important part of it where as a college student you know you probably if you have a class at 8 a.m every day or whatever probably it's not realistic for you to join a place that has classes that clash with your schedule you know Mm -hmm. if you're doing the group fitness type thing so i think that's looking at your schedule being realistic with what you can accomplish during that time even if it's like you said 10 15 minutes start small so every day at this time because i know it'll work for me create some intentional time for movement. And maybe you're figuring that out as you go, what you like. It could be walking, it could be running. It could. There's so many free resources online now where you could just do like a yoga flow for 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. you just kind of have to carve that time out first though, like you said, make it a habit. And then once you've established that habit, okay, this is my time for activity and movement, then you can really start branching out and finding yeah. what you like doing. But yeah. I think finding that time first is probably the most important. That's what we see as a barrier with our members sometimes where they sign up and they have intentions to do it, but then they're not actually doing anything to commit to being there at that time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to work out at 5 a.m., but the night before they're still going to bed yeah. at, at midnight mid- yeah, at sure. one. <laughs> so it, it, you got to work yourself backwards a little bit. You kind of have to make sure that what you're committing to is realistic for your life at that time because your time commitments now at almost 40 with two kids totally different than your time commitments five years ago five 10 15 yeah. years ago no doubt. yeah you yeah. could you didn't have to get up and look at the weather at 6 a.m and be like oh i'm gonna have to get this run in it's 21 degrees outside because you could just go run at 2 p.m if you wanted to right, <laughs> right? Yeah. so what you did 10 years ago is not going to serve you necessarily with what you did yeah, or want to do now. You got to be realistic with that. Yeah, and along those lines, um, I have done some run walks, and this has come from somebody who used to run, you know, mm-hmm. five miles a week. And like getting back into it, I'm not who I was in 2016 yeah. running 50 <laughs> miles. I'm I'm doing yeah. a run walk for two miles, and I mean that's a that's a mental um, marathon Shift. in itself mm-hmm. to be okay with that and realize that, you know you're not who you were yesterday, you're not who you were two years ago. 
but and you know in in three weeks you could be somebody different too so yeah um for for, for me it was a lot of that was like eh, it's not worth going out for two miles it's like well you got to go somewhere i don't yeah, like start somewhere. If two miles is the time and the energy and the fitness you have right now that that's where you are and you got here over months and years and <laughs> that's true you'll get back to where you were over months and years that's that's what i used to be like in my height of marathon training i'm like i feel like you're still not, that way i'm not going it's out not worth for, my time it's not worth my time if it's less than three miles i don't mm-hmm. even get out and do it but you are not in a place to just go whip out three miles either <laughs> but i probably would <laughs> yes yeah. you did you would have. Uh, that's fine in sports car practice. right yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, absolutely that's, that's, that is maybe the biggest barrier i think in this time of the year too is like people just go gung-ho they're so uh, they're so in in you know engaged in yes. um in this that sometimes they they go too hard Overdoing. i always tell mm-hmm. patients i'd rather have you like prove yourself up than fail yourself down. yes yeah um, you know you don't know if you know this first uh uh time uh that you do this like the first week going too hard may not bite you in the butt till you're three weeks in so mm-hmm. yeah. you just got to build up that's yep. that's the way everything in life works so. that's going to be one of our big topics the conversation here at the top of the hour yep. is is easing your way into it yeah and you which know, is great for the text question too. yep Yep, yep. Carve out the time first, start small and build in, find what you like doing and then just build from there. Even if it's just walking for five minutes, mm-hmm. like just walking's free. Yep. You just get out and walk around the block. And as you, you feel in more energy and, and also, um, nutrition, just kind of being more aware of what you're eating and, yeah. you know, those types of things. So, mm-hmm. yep. All right, we're going to throw it to break here. We'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket, The Fitness Fanatics. Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into The Fitness Fanatics. Got a short, quick segment for you. We do have a text from the OG CJ one of our former members at Farrell's yep. text in says, when I started working out again after my back surgery, I was at 30% of where I was barely at 50% of where I was, but definitely easing into it. So I don't injure myself mm-hmm. again. It's going to be that's, I think that's sometimes the hardest part. We see that with our members. I'm sure Dr. Adam, you see this too. A lot of times it's um, people who have been athletic, former athletes in their many years ago lives and then they mm-hmm. think okay this is it i'm gonna get back into the routine just like you had said about running you know you want to think that you can just go run five miles well, you're gonna start off at two but it is really hard mentally to do that but it's def- definitely something you need to do just to prevent mm-hmm. injuries i'm sure you see that a lot yeah especially coming back from an injury that's a whole yes. kind of separate thing right like one there's the injury itself um there's the brain side of things, which is going to protect you, um, and in back surgery. I mean, I always tell people, you know, that you, your brain and your spinal cord are housed in um, bony, mm-hmm. you know, vaults for a reason. It's protective. So if you uh, if you threaten it, your body will pay attention to it. And, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's physical and um, psychological and emotional symptoms about that. So getting back into it, making sure you're you're doing it right, and there's that concern too. But then there's also the purely physiological. Um, body part of it which is like hey you cut through muscle you cut through bone you yeah stuff like you got to come back from there but you know it comes back to like most of the time those back surgeries don't come from uh sudden injuries i mean they do sometimes but most of the people that i see it's usually a long-term overtime type of thing and oh so- i know for sure because especially with cj he was struggling with back issues for a long time before mm-hmm. he finally had surgery but it is something that you don't want to do lightly either you kind of have to right yeah yeah but there's so there's a reason you got that him or anybody else gets there right. and so you you got to realize that if you don't want to end up in that same spot again you got to kind of figure out the why behind it and that's mm-hmm. that is my passion and um and, and health is like why are people moving the way they are why are they hurting the way they are and stuff like that so i mean if you take your time your body can uh, do a lot of amazing things but if you go fast um essentially like your body is silly putty if you move fast and hard it either doesn't change enough Mm-hmm. Um, and just bounces right back or it tears or it breaks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you go slow, it stretches, it moves, it gets stronger. Um, I mean, that, that goes for tissues, that goes for your brain, it goes for um, the neuron synapses up in, in your brain. So, yeah, I mean, good on him. That's uh, that's one of the hardest patients to get back active are back surgery patients. So, that's a huge deal for him. So, mm-hmm. that's off to CJ. Yep. Just start slow, listen to your body. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing because it's trying to tell you what's going on yep yep <laughs> we just try to 
cram it in there and it's not it's not quite ready yet so that's important all right mm-hmm. well we're gonna throw it to break yep. when we come back we're gonna get in more into starting off fresh for the new year how to prevent injury prevention and that and that type of thing with dr adam so we'll be right back on 93.7 the ticket the fitness fanatics welcome into fitness fanatics on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com now here are your hosts jeff and nicole essig All right, welcome back into the show. If you missed any part of the first hour, you can check us out on all the podcasting platforms or the ticketfm.com. We are joined in studio by Dr. Adam. That's what he goes by. Yep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have to try to even remember what your last name is. Don't, don't even try. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Adam at Spine and Sport Chiropractic sports. over. Spine and Sports. Spine and Sports. Oh, you know what? Sports. Yeah. Uh-huh. The number of things we've been called over the years. Not not offensive. <laughs> it's a singular and then a whatever the other one is. One spine, multiple right. sports. Yeah, one spine, multiple sports. Oh, that's spine what that means. Spine and sports. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I'm learning about <laughs> I this. I figured that out on my way here today. <laughs> that's how I figured it out in my head. It's the, the singular one and plural. Spine. Singular first, plural second. Okay. So now no one will ever get it wrong because no, I remember here that. it is first. One spine, spine sports. Multiple, multiple sports. sports. The reason we like to have him on is because he's actually <laughs> saved Nicole mm-hmm. from having back surgery. Yes. Um, yep. Couple. It's been a couple of years now where mm-hmm. you went and had MRIs and all this stuff done. And, you know, as, as gym owners, this is our livelihood. Mm-hmm. Like we just, we just, it's just not an option for you or me to be out for. Well, it would be. It would have well, been an option if it had to be. Yes. Definitely don't want to say that surgery is not an option. But then I went to see Dr. Adam and he was like, no, we can do this. It's going to take a while, mm-hmm. but we can work through this. And so I opted to do that instead of taking a chance at, with back surgery at 41, I think I was at the time, and just wanting to see if there was something I could do to, to fix it myself, mm-hmm. but not myself because I needed help. So, yeah. And voila, no back surgery. Yeah, no back surgery. It took a long time. It it did, but that's mostly my own fault because I can't just not do a lot of things. So that's the yeah, right. Life still goes on. Yeah, life goes on. Like Doctor Adam says, it'll be like six to eight weeks. It was more like six to eight months, but that's also my fault. Like I recognize that. You never see me all the time for no, not at all. That's my favorite. One of my favorite things about you because you're just like, okay, this is what you do. Go do it. Yeah. You know. Yes, and when come I come back if it's not working or when you know. we when we refer people to you cuz we do if anybody in the gym is just oh, my back or anything I'm like have you had it looked at? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, here is my recommendation. Yeah. So and when you when you hear chiropractor, it's all old school thinking of like okay, I'm going to have to go cuz Nicole used to work for a chiropractor, chiropractor long time ago. Yep. I mean 20 like some years ago. One of my first big girl jobs. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. big girl job. Yes, <laughs> and it was like okay, you need to come 4 days a week for the next 3 months. Well, uh, some people can't afford to do that. Yeah. Especially if if I know way back then like insurance for chiro yeah. It, yeah. it really wasn't available all that much. So it was like that's kind of people's um Concept, uh, not- My, uh, preconceived notion yeah, 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 when yeah. you hear chiropractor. Yep. So then I'm like, no, this is way different. Like mm-hmm. I've, there's been things that I've gone to see him for one time and that was it. And yet you still are here with that nagging elbow injury that you still have not gone to see him <laughs> one time for. <laughs> no, I know. procrastination. I know. <laughs> but yes, it's definitely a different approach. And so do you want to talk about that a little bit? Kind of how you approach your practice. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, you know, I was, um, take it too far back, but I was halfway through school and it's just another way of saying I had a lot of money in debt there <laughs> and I wasn't really happy because they were just telling us like, Hey, you're going to treat 800 people, um, eventually. And then you'll just see them once a month for the rest of your life. And you'll make as much money as you want to. And, uh, that's never been my thing. Money's never been the driving factor for me. So being a positive influence, changing people's life, getting them back to what they want. Um, uh, I like to call it physical autonomy, do what you want to do when you want to do it. Um, and so you start to realize that, like, you know, anything that somebody does to your body, you know, whether it's surgery, um, you know, they adjust your back, they you get a massage, you know, 
you could insert in anything there. And this goes along with foam rollers and uh, massage guns and all that stuff too, mm-hmm. is like, it doesn't change how you use your body. And so if you are, if you sit in a desk all day, you're going to, body's going to be better at sitting in the desk. And if that's different than running, which is a spoiler alert, but it's very <laughs> different. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you're not going to be as good as running. So the sitting in desk is what's the dangerous part. You do it for eight hours a day. If you might go for a, you know, a long, long run for even a marathon trainer training person is probably three hours. And so but you'll gladly sit in desk for seven or eight hours. Um, one of the guys that I really enjoy the way he thinks always says you're um, 90% water and 10% stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is true. We are mostly <laughs> water and versions of water. So, you know, we, you put water in a round shape jar, it changes to round, square changes to square. So, you know, eventually it pulls all the other stuff with it and we create shapes with our body that are, you know, either good at running or good at sitting or good at whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've ever been watching the Olympics, you'll see that, everybody's body is very very similar in the high jump and they're very very different than power lifters mm-hmm. um, the weightlifters and stuff like that so our bodies adapt amazingly um they're it's incredible for better um, for worse yeah, yeah yeah you've all heard the stories right on either end of that um but we have to uh we have to try to figure out you know my whole job is like how how are you moving what are your moving capabilities um and how do we change that so we unload it so if your hips are really stiff, you're going to use your back more because you're, you still have to complete the tasks. You still got to bend over the crib and pick up the baby. You still got to do dishes or you have to outsource that to your husband, <laughs> which I've yep. is the case yep. in this room. Yep. Um, but that, that is, That's that actually is, not true because Jeff did the dishes before too. I think her too. back started hurting like 24 it years was ago. During, well, that's true. That is true, but uh, that's uh-huh. not why I did stop doing the dishes, oh, okay. but- in all fairness, Jeff did do the dishes for the majority of the time, but I did take up doing the dishes during COVID because it was just a good mindless thing to do. And that might've been where some of the problems started was just that repetitive motion. But anyway, where it's, Hey, I did the dishes last night for the record. So let's just move on from the dishes conversation. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's okay. Um, so basically my whole approach is assess to see, you know, what's important to the person and then figure out, you know, how are they moving and how we change that to unload them. And so, you know, I do hands-on treatment. I work on muscles. I adjust joints and that kind of opens the door for things, but nothing I do is going to change the way you use your body. I can, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if I, if you come in three days a week, which I almost never ask anybody to do that unless it's super acute and they're basically not even be able to go to work or function. Um, even if I work on you three days a week, you know, it's a half an hour, 45 minutes. Um, it's not going to change the fact that you bend over using only your back. You'll end up in the same spot. So um, I, it, it's, it, if I could do people's exercises for them, I would have a line out the door and uh, <laughs> I'd be busy. But, but I think the most powerful thing I have is like the understanding of how movement occurs um, and what each individual needs. Nobody gets any like, – I don't do long-term treatment plans. I don't do cookie-cutter plans. I don't have a drawer full of printouts of exercises. Um, I have a library in my head and I can change them a lot to where to meet somebody where they're at, whether it's they're inactive or they're very active, they're um, super well trained or they're just getting into it. Um, My goal is to meet patients where they're at and improve movement and therefore improve pain because chasing pain doesn't work. That's been pretty well documented. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what's some good advice? So we at Farrell's, we have 90 new people starting day one Mm -hmm. of the 10 week challenge tomorrow. We did two minutes of exercise yesterday, did a minute of push-ups and a minute of sit-ups, and they're probably all going to be, they're probably all sore right now. So if they're listening, I would be sore. chest is so going to be sore. Right. There's that yeah, adrenaline. We yep. get together. Everyone does. It's a benchmark testing. Yes. We do it again yep. in five weeks and 10 weeks so people can see their improvement. But if we all right now, we're like, okay, everybody, we're going to do one minute of push-ups, ready, go. We'd all be sore tomorrow because yeah. you have that adrenaline that overrides kind of your ability. I was 23 and I was sore. Yeah. So if you guys are listening and you're sore, don't feel bad. Right. 23 year old was feeling bad. Because there's never, a, there's never a normal time in your life where you're just like, how many push-ups can you do in one minute? Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> and a lot of people couldn't do push-ups for one whole minute either, which is totally fine and normal too. That's yeah. A, look at them. That's what I tell people too. Like the worse you do, Look at the room for improvement that you have. We also measure flexibility. We do a sit and reach test. And so sometimes yeah. people get really self-conscious Ugh. when they can barely touch the box or That's barely me. move I it. Just, right. I'm like, yeah. look at all this room for improvement you have. I feel worse for people who are flexible. We had one gal that just maxed out the <laughs> sit and reach. And she's just probably been flexible her whole life. And I'm like, well, 
that kind of sucks for you because there's not a lot you can do with Improve, that. You're already there. And I kind of improvement for her might be less flexible. She has. I agree too. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I know. tell people that all to... the time because you, Doctor Adam, have tell, told me that I have detrimentally flexible hamstrings, and so sometimes I have to limit my hamstring range of motion because I know that's going to help. That's going to cause imbalances if I let that keep going. So I do tell people that too. Sometimes like flexibility is always not a great thing. Sometimes it can cause you to have imbalances that well, we, problems. we've learned our daughter has my hamstrings. She has no flexibility. They're unflexible. Yeah. She's yeah. 20 and she can barely <laughs> so, touch that box. <laughs> we were all just, yeah, the other day we were all standing up in the living room, like, okay, who could touch their toes? And we're all just bending over. Ben bends over. He can touch his toes. And Katie and I are just like, no, and I can touch can't. my hands flat on the ground. <laughs> we just can't do right. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're well, there. Uh, true story. Probably when I first moved here and I, my, one of my, my New Year's resolution that year was to run the Mar- Lincoln Marathon and to touch my toes. I was, mm-hmm. you know, probably seven or eight inches away from my toes. And uh, that year, 26 miles is easier to move than six inches. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yeah. So, yes. yeah that's, uh, but that kind of goes along with what you said, too, though, Dr. Adam, about how you don't do cookie cutter, um, you know, p- treatment plans for people because everybody's different. Like the reality is. A lot of my being able to touch the ground is not necessarily my flexibility. It's the fact that I have short limbs and a long torso. So, and other people have really long limbs like and me. a shorter to- That's torso. Me. Long right. limbs. Yeah. So, like, you kind of can't apply cookie cutter treatments no. to people because we're all so different. And so, I like that your approach to that because you don't just say, okay, oh, this is your problem. You know, you don't have like this flow chart where, like, boop, boop. There, this right. is what you do. So I think that's important. Yeah. But what would your advice be kind of for those newbies that are sore from their two minutes of exercise? Well, or just yesterday? like starting in general, <laughs> or, yeah, like basically like too hard. You went out too hard. Yes. Out the why gate. not to overdo it? Yeah. And not just the ferals, but anything that anybody decided to start it here at the new year. Yeah. So there's like the overtraining versus the under recovered. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they go hand in hand. So uh, one of the, I forgot the influential person's name, but they basically said that uh, how in shape you are is the heaviest workout you can recover from. So one, I'd prioritize, prioritize recovery. So the nutrition, sleep, and staying away from abstaining from alcohol, smoking, drugs in general is like the number one, like number one through number 10 things to mm-hmm. uh, to help you recover. Um, and that takes like, and why I say that because like that takes care of like 90% of recovery things out there. So Theragun, massage, foam roller, you know, there's People do all sorts of crazy stuff and spend a lot of money on recovery. Um, you can take care of 90% of that if you just sleep well, eat well, and don't do bad things to your body. Okay, mm-hmm. So there's a total load on your body. So you decrease that outside load that's negative um, and realize that a negative and a positive load both affect your body. Um, then they tend to increase the need for recovery. But um, you can't you should get rid of the bad stuff i don't think yeah. i should have to say that but understand your body has to deal with no, all that that's really important for you to say though because we try to explain that to people um being us being in the fitness industry it and we do encourage people to um follow kind of a really balanced nutrition program with ferals and um it is really important for people to understand that how connected that sleep and your nutrition is like it's huge yeah. like you are um, keep holding yourself back from a ton of your potential. If you're only thinking, okay, I already kind of, I already know I drink way too much coffee. I already know that I don't eat enough food. I don't pay attention to what I'm eating. I might go all day without eating and then, you know, overdo it at night. I already know I do all this stuff, but if I do all that and then add 45 minutes of exercise, I should see amazing results because I'm going from, you know, no exercise to 45 minutes of exercise. And that's sometimes our hard biggest obstacle is like really trying to show people that you are just leaving a lot on the table if you think that they're not connected and that nutrition isn't a huge part, being hydrated, making sure you're getting fiber and protein and carbs to help fuel your body and recover. So I think it's really important that you kind of bring that up and you see the the value in that too. Yeah, so yeah, and I mean, that's that's foundational. I mean, if you're sore today, go for a walk. Active recovery is the the name of the game. If, if, if If it's a thing that moves, Muscle, tendon, ligament, nerve, bone, joint, cartilage, all that stuff. It just needs to move to be healthy. So mm-hmm. go for a walk. Don't, not saying fast, not saying far. Um, go as far as you want. But um, walks in general are ex- 
extremely, it's almost one of the perfect exercises. We just probably most of us can't fit enough in our life to get mm-hmm. meaningful use out of it as far as fitness concerns go. But as far as recovery things go, um, you could you could do, go do yoga flow and um, or do whatever you want to do if you need more organized stuff. But just going for a walk um, would probably suffice for most people. Don't sit, sit on the couch because you're sore. Be right. active. Movement is so important. Because yeah. I, I think that's what's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks with our members. And you know, it's hard because we're trying to encourage them to get into an act, a really good routine. Um, the Pharaoh's program, it is six days a week of exercise, but we have it balanced in a way that it's, um, you know, kickboxing three days a week and we alternate that. So Monday will be kickboxing, Tuesday will be lower body, and then we do kickboxing in on Wednesday, uh, Friday, Thursday, we do upper body. So as really is really balanced. And sometimes people think like, oh my gosh, I'm too sore from this lower body workout. And that might keep them from coming on Thursday, but Thursday's upper body or upper body workout. So I think um, maybe you kind of see this too, where it's that all or nothing and people do too much and then they do nothing. But what we try to encourage our members is to just keep showing up. We want to keep that routine. You want to get into that routine, but maybe, yeah, maybe today because you're sore, that workout's going to look a little bit different for you. But just because you know, one thing is tight. The, the movement is the best thing that you can do for 100%. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. So create that routine yep. and get blood flow, get warmed up. Um, and then, you know, joints that don't have blood inside of the joints, then you need that pumping action of the joints to get the bad stuff out and good stuff in. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So try to stay consistent, but listen to your body at the same time. Yeah. And that's where I say, like, I always tell people, like, do less than you think you can do to start with and go from there. Yeah. See where you're at in three or four weeks. The first nine weeks of any program is neurological as far as like most strength recruitment goes. So, um, I mean, you will, you will get muscle fiber changes, but a lot of it will be brain being able to use your body better. I'm going to, uh, snap that. We're going to cut that and I'm going to share it right to our members. Well, kind of, a, <laughs> kind of a do less than, what did you say? Kind of, do less than you do less than you think you think do. you need to do yeah. to start, especially. Yeah. So 100%. kind of a, elaborate on that. Like, because I feel like we really need to drill this into everybody's heads as to why it's important not to go a hundred miles per hour when you haven't worked out for six months, a year, or maybe ever. Well, and what we see is, you know, it's group fitness. So I, when I teach a class, it's, I'm the instructor and I'm directly telling people, um, you know, don't go too heavy on this exercise. There's some exercises that we do, um, like a, a reverse fly exercise that's working a small muscle in your shoulders that honestly, you probably should never go too heavy on that because it's mm-hmm. not an extra, it's not an exercise that you're building power. It's not a power move. It's not a power lift. It's a stability lift, you know? And as the instructor, I am instructing and modeling going at a lower resistance because of the, the workout, the exercise that we're doing, the muscle that we're working. But then you still see people thinking that no, you know, heavier is better. Um, and that's in a group fitness environment. So I can only imagine what's happening when people are just starting out on their own and thinking, right. oh, it's, uh, oh, I did this, you know, I used to weightlift in college and, you know, and they're in their thirties and forties now. And then they're starting trying to pick up where they left off 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how many shows do you see? Like I was just the show. Perfect strangers came what? into my mind. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen perfect strangers. This is come on, Dr. Alec. Adam, you've seen Perfect Strangers. No, I don't watch much. This was back from a long time ago. It was the Balky, the cousins. What was the cousin's Larry, name? Cousin, cousin Larry. Larry. And then Balky was from it's like just, some. Well, this is just an example. We've all seen shows where <laughs> people go overdo it. Was, it was like, an old show. They're going to go work out for the oh, first yeah. time. And they, they right. just went. So they had There's dates. Out, they had, out, 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 right? They, they were had walking. dates, yeah. right? They had dates that night. So Got they it. wanted to go to okay. the gym and really right. just get pumped up. Because that's the perfect yep. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like when you if you don't brush your teeth and you go to the dentist and you're going to scrub for like an hour. And floss. To try to get rid of the cavities. Right, you know? immediately. Yeah, so they, before. I, I was just thinking of that because it's funny because they went and they were just lift. I mean, they were just going at it with weights and everything. And then when it came time for their dates... They could barely move. Yeah. So they were just like kind of walking. I think they <laughs> were literally out, out, yeah, out, they were out trying every to, move. When the ladies weren't looking, they were just kind of waddling. <laughs> they could barely move. So, yeah. yeah, that's just why it came into my brain. Yeah, it's on a 
TV show because we've all been there. We've all done it. So yeah. So kind so of elaborate a, a little bit yeah, more on, on that. the do less than you think. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you start doing the most you can do, there's like same things. You're not you can't you can't do any more. Yeah. That's, first of all, like you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself so bad. Like you you can you can give yourself like that. So delayed onset muscle soreness is that soreness, right? So. That's the like two days later soreness that yeah. you feel from yeah. yeah. So people like to blame lactic acid. Um, let's sleep that out the door. That's been disproven. It's gone in ninety seconds, and it's actually kind of helpful. To have I didn't know that, acid. but so, yeah, yeah, interesting. So you'll be burnt. That little burn you get when you're really pushing a lift, whatever that's that's lactic acid. But delayed onset muscle soreness is a little bit of torn muscle fibers. Mm -hmm. Your body has to figure out how to solve that and regenerate that. So if you overload it, um, it causes change. And this goes for everything. You can, if you, there's the studies where people will stretch. This is actually a horrible study. They stretch people for at a six out of ten pain for an hour, um, and they get muscle hypertrophy. So right, you go to Ferrell's, or you could just you know stretch, stretch, just try for to an touch hour. your toes yeah. for an hour yeah. to sit there. But so, you, but you have to be able to recover to mm -hmm. do that. If yeah. you keep tearing faster than you build back up, you're you. I mean, I don't think I takes right. a doctor to figure that out, right? No, but sometimes we just need to hear it over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah, to remind ourselves. So we're so. <laughs> I'd also say is when you when you are when you do go heavy, you recruit bigger muscles, more um, muscle motor units. You have less control over that, um, and so you have the whole form issue coming into it. And when you mm -hmm. get bad form, that's when people get hurt. I mean, if you've seen somebody that can't squat, squat, um, it hurts you only slightly less than it hurts them. Right? You need to clip mm -hmm. that too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> bad form. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like heavyweight. I mean, listen. No amazing feat of physical strength or physical activity has ever happened with good form. We'll put that out there, right? No PR, no right. max is perfect form. Yeah. That's not what we're going for on a daily basis, right? So on day one, yeah, so by you, any means. Week 10, yeah. doing push-ups, and you're struggling, and you're all over the place. Cool. That's mm -hmm. great. We've all been there, and that's not a bad thing once in a while. It should not be a daily thing. It should yeah. not be part of your normal workout routine. Yeah, we're not every day trying to make people do as exactly. many push-ups as they can do. We do them at the beginning and at five weeks and 10 weeks now. Are there push-ups happening in between those one minute? Oh, yes, we will probably do some push-ups on Monday, mm -hmm. you know, but it's not how many can you do? We're timing you. Someone's counting. Like, go. It's definitely go at your own pace, see what you can do, kind of build from there. There's a lot more from exercise than just maxing out every single time. And you really shouldn't yeah. fail uh, every rep. Every exercise, you shouldn't have a failure rep um, in the middle of a training cycle. No, no professional no elite athlete would ever train that way mm -hmm. so you you will have no um you won't be able to come back fast enough to have the chronic adaptations you need there's well, a whole, whole there's there's you can get into every all sorts of things but there's equations that are like chronic versus acute workload and you get above a certain amount and you get it doesn't hurt. matter yeah. yeah yep well and like you had said because at um with our program at ferrell's the way that our programming is for our strength training. Um, the first couple of weeks are definitely very foundational. And so um, I think that that kind of goes where you're talking about, you know, going too heavy and having bad form and you're recruiting the big muscles, but the smaller muscles and the joints and the tendons aren't quite ready for that load yet. So like we try to encourage our, um, we encourage our, we tell our new members for the first couple of weeks because of the programming of strength trainings, we use resistance bands and that is to help build up all those stabilizers, the ligaments, the tendons. So then when we get into the further along weeks and we start using dumbbells and we start using heavier um, resistance, then those are ready and then the big muscles can actually start to do the work. But that doesn't happen overnight, right? No, no. If you want sustainable health, sustainable physical health is a long term goal mm -hmm. and a long range plan um so hitting it hard for two weeks two months even two years now is not going to last even you know you go down the road six months after you quit after two years of consistent exercise yes you'll be more fit but it will be it will be waning mm -hmm. so the goal would be that you can stay healthy and continue on the track um, but if you overload things chronically you will eventually get hurt yeah I for no reason may have done that I think we all have. We I all mean, have, I don't oh, know yes. who has an exercise that yeah. hasn't at some point, yeah. it, whether they're ready to admit it or not. <laughs> over Remember that it, one time I went themselves. out and just did a half marathon when I was yes. only supposed to do like six miles? Yeah, I had to send the neighbors out to go find you because I thought you were dead somewhere. <laughs> that this was pre like yeah. 
Doctor Adam, oh, me. Yeah. this was pre like finding me on a. Couldn't find you on a phone. I, I just went and did it. I'm it like, was you know partly what? my fault. I was hounding she, she you was. because you weren't mm-hmm. training properly for a marathon. And shocker, this wasn't just this past year. This was many, many years ago. So this is something that you Long do time ago. chronically. Yes. Yep. You're supposed to <laughs> do six miles, and, and I'm like, Jeff, you're supposed to be at like. 12 miles by right now. And then you just decide to be a jerk and go run 12 miles. And I had to send Todd out on a bike to try to find you. Oh, I kind of love that. And I, I did know. it. I love that. I, know. I love that. Yep. I'll show her. Right. So we, can, we, can relate. we can relate to everybody because we've done everything. And yes. Tried and just like right. you. You've hurt yourself. You know oh, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. It's, you can, yeah. The <laughs> rules don't apply to you until you realize that they're a foundational rule and they apply to you. Yeah. Sometimes you have to experience it yourself. So that we're, is, we're here to tell you. Right. That's what I say to our members. We'll go to breaks this time. But um, at every orientation, I have this um, spiel that I give where I tell people they're not special. Like and that's mostly because people we we let our fears hold us back and we start to think that like what we're afraid of is why we can't do something. And then I'm encouraging them to to tell them like what you think is holding you back doesn't make you special. It makes you totally normal. That's the same thing with, with you and us. Like we know what we should not be doing and sometimes we still do it. And that does not make us special. That makes us human beings, totally normal. We all have the knowledge and we do it. Like we know what we shouldn't eat, but we do it anyway. Sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Sometimes you're like, yep, this is going to, I'm going to suffer from that for this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I don't care. I'm going to eat this pizza today and I don't care what anybody says. Makes us normal. Yes. All right. Let's go to break. All right. We'll be right back (laughs) on Fitness Fanatics 93.7 The Ticket. Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We are joined in studio by Dr. Adam with from Spine and Sports mm-hmm. yes, Chiropractic. Good job. All right, Nicole, you had a subject you wanted to touch on this segment, so go ahead. Yeah, so um, we were kind of talking about this off air and and on air uh, for those of you who didn't understand the dishwasher reference. So when I injured my back, and my injury was not something that happened one time. It was definitely a long time coming before I even addressed it. So I know that it was something, it's not something that one thing happened. And I was like, oh, my back hurts. It. I look back on videos of me exercising, like as we record um, our virtual workouts. And I look back on those and I can see myself overcompensating like months before I actually sought treatment. So I'm like, look, I didn't even think I was injured at that time. When I see myself move, I was like, I was definitely injured and making changes, you know, kind of overcompensating. But um, during that time, I realized there was a lot of things that I was doing in my everyday life that were repetitive motions that were like making that worse. I I can't say that word, the exacerbating. Yes, the pain. Yeah, I know that was a tricky one. Um, And it wasn't necessarily what I was doing in the gym. So what I did, my gym workouts, I through like your suggestions, I modified a lot of stuff. So, you know, we have our resistance bands, our resistance is on the ground. I had to elevate those so I wasn't constantly bending down, uh, repetitively bending down to pick up uh, just even on upper body workouts and stuff like that. Um, so I had to elevate that. So I wasn't doing that. And that's where the dishes came in. So we want a lot of times we think that the exercise that we're doing is what's causing our back pain. But a lot of times it's that repetitive motion that's making it worse or keeping you from being healed. And that's what dishes were for me. It was that constant bending down, standing up, bending down. I'm sure I just didn't have the core strength. I wasn't working the right muscles, um, a lot of imbalances in my hips and glutes and stuff. So kind of talk about some of the more common injuries that you see and some of those repetitive daily motions that kind of contribute to that, that people can keep an eye out for yeah so well i think probably the most common is low back pain mm-hmm. and i don't yeah. know if that's what you see in your gym so he's gonna get hurt there, oh, yeah. but so usually what it comes down to is um the human body can only move so many ways only has so many options and uh, we tend to, to tighten up in general i i don't i literally have never had anybody come in and be like hey doc like i'm having a lot of pain i'm so i'm so flexible right now <laughs> yeah that, like this is a problem right when you tighten me back up yeah um even with my detrimentally flexible hamstrings that's causing problems other places yeah. so yeah when yes. they're 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 and, and um it's also 
the touching your toes is the hamstrings. It's the hips. It's right. the low back. They all contribute. Yes. If one thing stiffens up, your body makes up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem usually ends up being the long-term problem. The bigger problem is what moves too much. So yes. <clears throat> the low back is just another example of how the body works throughout the body. So, I mean, we'll talk about, I think I'll talk about the low back and you can, you can insert any joint in this or any part of the body, but, um, the low back has discs, which we've all heard about, and there's uh, water in them. Um, there's like little, like I, I always picture a little jelly donut because it's more fun than like an actual spine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so when you bend, if that jelly moves around, if you do it enough, um, then you will start to cause problems, um, and you start to rip that jelly through the outside of the donut, and that's uh, that's where people end up a lot of times. You hear of discs or pain down the leg or sciatica or bulge disc herniation. It's messy. It's yeah, messy. It's not good. Um, but literally almost every single person there has some sort of restriction in their pelvis and their hips. So when they go to bend forward, they don't bend through their hips. They don't do a deadlift type motion, the, you know, lift with your um, legs, not with your back. They lift their back. I think one of the times you called it, like if I am picking something up, you said it was the, you referenced golfers, like the way that golfers pick up yeah. their tee. Was that what you call Yeah, the that? golf ball pickup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You kind of referenced that. We, that's, we do hand pecs. That's what that is. Kind of yeah. that single leg you keep one legs you keep your legs straight as you bend down so i thought that was a good visual when you said that yeah yeah no. so it's like you're, you're you're bending your pelvis is tipping forward on your hip you're mm-hmm. not your spine tipping forward on your pelvis but mm-hmm. if you do that enough times if you bend forward um in your life i mean like if you if you sit there and actually think about what like we'll call it like spine flexion when it rounds um like you do it when you sit and slouch you do it when you go to pick up your pencil you go to when you put on your shoes socks underwear anything where you're bending forward if your strategy is to go through your spine, then you'll do it every time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's people blame the exercise um, because they're probably fatiguing out. The The classic is it's towards the end of a, a rep or whatever um, because they're fatigued out and their muscles can't hold up anymore. Um, but in reality, you know, they've done 25,000 reps in the past two years of doing that um, under low weight. And they just happen to be under more load now. And this is a failure point mm-hmm. um, because if you drop the pencil down in front of you, you're not going to think about how you're picking it up, you're going to pick it up. Um, people tend to blow it out more like that, you know, picking up a kid out of a crib, mm-hmm. um, picking up a pencil, Hot Wheels car, whatever, shaving their legs for females is a, honestly a big one. Sneezing. Um, it's Ugh, because, sneezing. Yeah. I, it's, it took me so long to be able to sneeze without pain and fear. I just enjoy sneezing yeah. now. It sounds yeah. weird, but. Because you feel uh, it. Pain-free sneeze. sneeze. Feel it right oh, I just have to like brace myself and I was so scared it was going to hurt so bad. <laughs> That's yeah. how I knew I was fully healed when I could sneeze and not be afraid. Yeah, it was like a big deal. It was. It was a big deal. I just sneezed with no back pain. <laughs> I know. It was yeah. a big deal. performance indicator. Yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> but yes. So and, and so it's just, you know, like you would you would expect it um unless you change that fundamental thing. Like the 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 problem is not the lifting. The problem is all other things that go into it. It's exacerbated by lifting because now you've pushed your body to its edge, which is positive. But you've now found a weak spot. Yeah, because you've been performing that range of motion, like you said, with low to no weight, no load, <laughs> and now you're putting it um, loaded. So beyond coming to see you, which is definitely what we recommend for people, like how can you identify that and how can people like improve that those imbalances? Like what would what would some of your suggestions be for those low back? I mean, we'll say or insert any joint. Yeah, I mean, the first part is just understanding that you probably aren't as good at bending over as you think you are. <laughs> we have to go straight to the back. Is like It's like the four stages of learning, which is, you know, you don't know how bad you are, then you realize how bad you are, and then you start to realize you're getting better, and then pretty soon you end up um, so good that you don't even have, realize how good you are. Um, so identifying that. So maybe it's one of those things where you just in front of a mirror, in front of your iPhone with a video, and you just kind of bend forward. Um, you could do a squat would show a similar type of action um, and see what it looks like. Um, and then And then it's a matter of just... Uh, really, it's like kind of doing the same same motions, but and with less demand is usually what I've, when if you're in my office, um, I'm looking for um, what's the hardest position you can perform the activity correctly. So mm-hmm. some people you're on your hands and knees and you're basically doing like a almost like a squat with your feet up against the wall, but like you're on all fours. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's stretching your hips, stuff like that. But you know, running through just a general range of motions, um, but trying to isolate where you're bending through or moving through is, is probably the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me because I'm such an individualized person. I don't do big, big yeah. picture questions like that. that That's is why not I my said personality first go see you. Yeah, yeah. but, but <laughs> in, in general, just make whatever task it is easier. Like unweight, you know, you'll, you, if, you're doing, if you're working on squats, hold on to the back of a chair or a couch or a band. 
mm-hmm. just make the, whatever it is easier mm-hmm. um, and build up from there because you're not going to get better form doing a harder version of a movement you're already not good at. Right. Yeah. Yep. We, we do have a text okay. um, from uh, ending in 1010. Do you believe in the inversion machine for your back? You know, it has its place. Um, it's, it's, so for people who aren't familiar with inversion, you're basically laying on a table that can tip. So it tips you backwards. That classically, people get stuck upside down. Yeah. Really, you probably shouldn't go past 30 degrees, and it takes a long time to even to get that. But it inverts your weight and reverses gravity, essentially, on your body. I'm guessing that that's probably something that you should probably be doing before you need to do it, right, for it really to be effective. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, if you're in the middle of, like, a really bad, like, a back spasm, probably yeah, that's not the time yeah. to start <laughs> trying to there. do inversion. You will not yeah. get off of it. I right. promise you. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. You know, I, I think it has its purposes. Um, you know, probably number one thing I see it work well for is for people who have stenosis or arthritis back there, like physical changes where you're trying to open up space for nerves. Discs, uh, it can help. Um, but also, like I said, like discs usually come along with muscle spasms. If it's acute, usually that goes poorly because now you're trying to long-term stretch on a muscle that's spasmed. It may feel good in the moment, but mm-hmm. as soon as you put gravity back on the whole system, I, it usually does not go well. Yeah, usually when we talk about, to relate this to like nutrition, sometimes people will be really leery about like eating eggs or whatever. Like, oh, I don't know if I should eat two whole eggs. Um, You know, and we're like, well, most of the time people who have high cholesterol don't have high cholesterol because they're eating two eggs in the morning. They have high cholesterol because they are, um, you know, (laughs) eating fast food. They're eating, same thing with that. Like most people who have back pain, probably, it's not probably a lack of, inversion that's causing right, the correct. back pain right, <laughs> so right. like it's it's i mean i guess if it's not it's something that people could if it's you enjoy tool. doing it right it's yeah. a tool i wouldn't go out and buy one myself um off the bat there may be a time and a reason but i probably would seek other options first so mm-hmm. it's i'm also like i'm you know as a chiropractor it's i also I'm not really, I say beliefs, but like I'm more into science, right? So if I believe in them, I believe that there's an application for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, you know, the, the premise is solid. If you, you have to figure out what are you trying to achieve and just support it. Mm-hmm. So, yep. That's a good question. Yeah. 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 I appreciate you listening. It's a good question in. with a vague answer, but that's yeah. kind of how it is. Like, it's not going to be something that is going to work for everybody necessarily. And I think what you had said briefly was like, Starting slowly is probably the best with yeah, everything, everything as everything right. goes. Yeah, so you don't wouldn't be just want to go hang upside boop, down upside for an down. hour. No, no, I'm trying to picture. Have you not seen that TikTok? That girl had to call 911. I, I know, but it's, I don't it's have probably TikTok. on a Facebook reel too. Let's be honest. But she was got stuck upside down. She had to call 911 with her Apple Watch because she was in like in a place by herself, like a 24 hour fitness place. <laughs> she had to call 911. There's nobody else that she could get to. Couldn't do it. Sit up to get up. No, she got stuck upside down. Mm. So yeah, start, start slow. Start slow. Yeah. Well, yeah. some of the best advice you ever had given me. Oh gosh. I know this is the rearranging of our furniture. Is that it? N- well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, it was like, because I had Two, a couple of years ago, I had just this shoulder pain right in my shoulder blade. and Which I think is such a common yes, thing. Yes, it is very common. So yes. th- this, is, this is really what solved it. This was his the expert, <laughs> I mean, right. expert advice. But this the, is what Dr. Adams yes, specializes yes. in is like fixing it without having to see you yes, a lot of times. Because I went the first time and he gave me some homework and I was like, oh, it was still kind of hurting. So the second time I went in, we we're moving my neck around, and then he just told me not to look down. And I was like, "Well, this, this, that's kind of okay. Well, that's easy. <laughs> I could do that. I could easily not look down. This is gonna be great." I get in my car. First thing I do, look at my phone. Yeah, <laughs> literally, creatures within have it. two <laughs> seconds, I'm just down like this, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is. I can't even believe this." It's like just a, one of those moments where it was Light like, bulb moment. yes, yeah. and then, then I got started to thinking about laying on the couch. How am I laying on the couch? Well, my head is on the the arm yeah. and how is my neck? Correct. Like this. Yeah. I go to take a bath. How's my neck? Like, that. I mean, everything yeah. I was doing was like that. Yep. So once I started to get more conscious of that. You stopped I mean, looking at your within, phone. You oh, had to get rid of your little pillow in your bathtub. Yeah, I had a little bath pillow. Got to get rid of that. We had to rearrange the furniture in our house we so did. you could sit in a recliner and look at the television. Yep. yep. So we did all that stuff. <laughs> and now it's like when I'm not 
yeah. focused on that, you know, I sometimes I will get a little pain back there, but then I'm just like, I know exactly what to do to correct that. Yeah. So holding my phone up where I'm not looking down, but it was just mm-hmm. the, I mean, literally I one second into the car and I'm just <laughs> right down to my right. phone. Well, so that's the same thing, right? It's the same thing as like bending over, right? You just do it over, yes. you don't even realize you, you're doing it. Right? Yeah, it is. Sometimes I have to step back and be like, it's probably, I'm probably making this too hard. I'm blaming muscles and nerves it's, and stuff. And yeah. It's like, Make it simple. And that's what I tell our members whenever they're have been complaining about something chronic happening and pain. And I always tell them to go see you. And I always tell them to like, you love those complicated cases. Like you, yeah. Like it's, if you're going to go in there and you're going to give him this and he's going to think about this constantly until (laughs) it's, It's like a puzzle. Right. Yeah. yeah. I always tell people, yes. I might think about you in the middle of the night. Not, it's not weird. My brain's just trying to solve problems. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so awesome and so hard to find sometimes in that in the healthcare mm-hmm. like realm. It's hard to find somebody that actually like sees you as a project instead of just as a number or, you know, yes, a patient. A, yes. But, all right. Well, we're going to yeah. go to break. Last we'll break. be right back to finish up with Dr. Adam from Spine and Sports Chiropractic. We'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket. Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Welcome in. Final segment here with Dr. Adam from Spine and Sports Chiropractic. If somebody's having some ailments, what is the best way for them to reach out to you and get a hold of you? Um, I think I need this background just in my office all the time. Yeah, it's nice. It's, yeah. it's yeah. catchy. It's like motivating. You'll get some extra steps in. Just right. bop into it. I do bop to it sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> my clinic is on uh, 17th and Pioneers. Um, it's called Spine Sports Chiropractic. There's a little Metal Arc Health building, a couple other um, doctor's offices in there. Kind of behind the venue, there's an urgent care over there. I think it's probably like uh, two blocks um, east of 70th Street. Yeah, it's right um, by the uh, Stacy Lane High V. It's on the other side yeah, of the street. Yeah, across the street. So, tucked in. Yep, I'm there five days a week, um, and we have multiple doctors there if uh, if, if the times don't work out. Um, I am on Instagram. I have a little account kind of dedicated to the sports side of things called Move All Out, which you've gotten a lot better about. I've gotten better posting content. I, think I know. I'm, yeah, I'm not real good. It takes way too much time. I know we talked about it last time you were on the show. Maybe that was your New Year's resolution last Probably year. Probably was. <laughs> And you're I, just now getting around to right. it. You've done a lot better in the last probably two months. And I just decided, like, I create I create healthy people, not content. That's That's, true. that's what I tell myself when I feel bad about not yeah. posting. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, but I try to put some case studies on there once in a while just to kind of show you put what a, I'm doing. You put so. a poll out there, and I was really going back oh, and yeah. forth between yeah. if it was hamstrings or hip flexors. It was like running injuries, right? Most what would common. just be injuries in general? Oh, I, and I said hip flexor, but the answer was hamstrings. I was wrong, but I was really going back and forth between the two. You know what's awesome is that everybody on there biased towards what I've treated them for. That's true. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, everybody's like, wow, this is my problem. Everybody Weird has problem. I'm, the, I'm, I'm just an average person. Right? Yeah. So um, move dot all out. Move dot all out. Yep. Um, on Instagram. But honestly, I'm, I spend most of the time in the office and my family if i can so but you also do community outreach stuff yeah. i know you've done yep. stuff with the running club and stuff like that and you have sure. something coming up yeah so um every year um for multiple years oh man it's probably 10 years plus now um uh, i help out with uh lincoln running company puts on a uh, marathon training class so mm-hmm. i help out with that i usually give a talk and um give advice there but i, I love speaking to things and kind of sharing just help, help keep keep people active is my main goal in life. They don't need more barriers. So if I can help uh, remove barriers, then that's uh, that's my goal. But um, here at the uh, end of the month, I will be um, at Coach Grayson's baseball camp. So um, Coach Grayson uh, is a strength and conditioning coach who focuses on baseball. He does every sport. Um, he spent some time um, working with the Padres um, cool. uh, organization out in California. But um, he asked me to come out and help with his camp a little bit. So um, I'll be out there um, on Saturday and Sunday, the 27th and 28th of um, January. There's a younger camp on Saturday, an older kids camp on Sunday. It's about three and a half hours of nutrition talk. They'll kind of talk um, about some warm-ups and throwing. Um, they have some baseball-specific stuff. So if you're interested in, if you have uh, kids uh, that are interested in sport-specific training or seeing what's out there, just want to touch test the waters, this uh, little um, diamond performance camp would be good. And so if you want to check that out, you can go to uh, coachgrayson.com. Um, it's Grayson with uh, an E. 
Um, or if you look at Coach Grayson on Google, you'll find his webpage, um, and you can find some more information there. Yeah, I think there's a Facebook page, too. You could probably look that up on Facebook, Yeah, too. there's a yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, awesome. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm out and about um, helping at community events whenever I can. and, mm-hmm. and uh, Coming on the radio. Yep. yep. Third time, <laughs> three Peter. Yep, it's fun, though. This is fun. Yep, talk it, about things that you're passionate about. It's awesome. Yeah, it's yep. pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And, and also... You know, we're big proponents of the Husker Road Race. Yes. That's in the July. So yep. last year we had partnered with Dr. Adam and, and him and Nicole came up with some strength training videos, some recovery videos. A running plan running for plan. a 5K, which yeah. we will totally re-fire <laughs> yes. up for next year. Or and this unfortunately, year. Yeah. it got rained out. Yep. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. this year... Of course, I said that and was the best 5K because I didn't have to run. Yeah. I just got to hang out with but all the Husker players. we will tee all of that up again next, yes. and the, the, yes. this year, yeah. too. So we'll have those resources available if you're interested in uh, training for a 5K. Uh, Dr. Adam helped create some videos to of uh, some strength training routines that you could mm-hmm. do to supplement the running. We have a pretty easy uh, run program that you can do kind of as a beginner. So we'll we'll start teeing that up a little bit more, too. But definitely thanks to you for helping up yes. out with that yes that's yeah. a great it's a great motivation to get started in a fun environment like which i think is key yes yep, yep. yep. all awesome. right well thanks for coming in yep happy new year mm-hmm. hopefully you reach all your 2024 fitness goals yep yes Dr. Yep. You're, oh. everybody you're yep. go get your <laughs> yep 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 I'll, I'll yep i'll get it there too all right <laughs> okay. we'll see we'll be back here next week live in studio on fitness fanatics 93 7 the ticket have a great week